Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store. And before we dive into today's conversation, I want to share about one of our amazing partners, AG1 by Athletic Greens. As we're heading into spring, it seems like everyone I know has got a lot on their calendars and a lot on their plates. Same, y'all. Which means we've got to be sure we're keeping up the habits that help us feel our best. That's one of the great things about Athletic Greens. They make it so easy to fit into your lifestyle as a simple daily habit. One scoop of AG1 powder mixed in to cold water every morning helps us to cover our nutritional basis. It's seriously the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute. Whether you're like me and want to be sure you're getting good immune support or looking to improve your gut health, you can trust that you're getting what you need because AG1 is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality. They provide major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. Okay. It can be hard to know where to start with supplements and who to trust on what our bodies can actually absorb or what's missing from the typical diet these days. But AG1 makes that so much easier. Thank you very much. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens has given you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. That's athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. Check it out. Today on the show, I get to talk with my friend Paula Ferris. You may remember Paula from episode 231 and from our TSF live show in Greenville, South Carolina last February. But if not, be sure to go back and catch those. Paula is the founder and leader of Carry Media, an organization that champions, advocates, and celebrates working moms through content, resources, and storytelling. She's also a best-selling author and an Emmy award-winning journalist, having worked on ABC News as a co-anchor of Good Morning America Weekend and on The View. Her latest book, You Don't Have to Carry It All, Ditch the Mom Guilt and Find a Better Way Forward, is going to be so empowering and encouraging for so many of you and the amazing moms in your life. This book is insightful, and Polly gives practical steps for better working, momming, and living, and I cannot wait for y'all to hear her heart about this. And I think the good thing, one of the things you're going to love about this conversation is whether you are a mom or not, we talk about our roles in this. Whether you're single, whether you're married without kids, whether you're a mom or a grandmother or a dude in this story, we talk about all of it. So if you're not a mom, that's okay. Me neither. But this is a great conversation. So here it is, my conversation with Paula Ferris. 
Paula Ferris, welcome back to That Sounds Fun. This is going to be so fun. Three this is going to be funner. Yeah. Funner than the last, the most fun. Yeah. Oh, that's my plan. I've expected yes. to be the most fun. Um, we both are very actively sitting up straight because we are taking yes. care of our voices. Our vocal cords. I actually removed mine and massaged them before the interview. <laughs> okay, tell me what's happening. Fingers. Tell me what's oh, happening with your voice. I mean, you've been on TV. You did Good Morning America for years. How How is your voice going out on you? I have no idea. I think, honestly, I think it has something to do with my allergies, but I have lost my voice. It sounds like I smoked three packs of cigarettes yeah. today, right, already? But I've lost my voice about four times in the, the last year alone. Now, I, when I when I was at the height of my career, I would I would lose it just about every February, March because yeah. of laryngitis and bronchitis. But this is the fourth time that it's happened. And I don't know. I, it's got to be allergies. Yeah. I don't know. I'm on like seven different medications right now. So hopefully something will We're going to keep talking work. about our voices, but I just want to stop you on the when I was at the height of my career. Oh, true. You know what? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Let's let's reframe that. Yeah. Thank you for calling me out on that. I need yeah. to be called out on that. Yeah. I'm like what? that. I don't even think either of us have hit the height of our career yet. I hope. That's true. You know what? Thank you. I needed that. Yeah. Thank you, Maybe friend. At the height of your time on national television in the past. There we go. I like that. Thank you for the context <laughs> in the past. Because it may happen again. I don't know. At the height of my career between the years 2011 and 2019. <laughs> that's right. How about that? Right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> also, I think New York cost makes people lose their voice more, too, because you are walking in the cold. You're like, you're just out in the cold more than like me. You don't think breathing all that clean New York City air is going to like <laughs> calm the lungs? Yeah, I think that I think that's what's <laughs> happening now is you've been away from that that air long enough that your lungs are like. No, I need the, I need the oh. good stuff. Give me back the I good need, stuff, Paula. Well, well, you know we're about to get like snowed on via pollen down here in the yeah, south. Yeah, right. It's like a whole nother level. Remind it's like, me how many so winters much. you've done now. Is this your third year in the south? Wait, twenty twenty, right? Yes, it'll be my third. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. So you we, know by now your your car. Oh don't gosh. just do not take it to a car wash between like end of February, middle April. Just don't I do know. it. It's like a blanket of snow. It I truly. you know you know growing up in Michigan we would always write on the windshield with the snow. Last year I did that on all of my furniture, outdoor yeah. furniture. Yeah. I wrote through the pollen. Yes. I was like wash me, help yeah. because it was so thick. <laughs> I know. Being on your car is annoying. Being on your outside furniture when it's finally warm enough that we could sit uh -huh. out there and you're <laughs> and there's like a powder across everything a plume an absolute it is disgusting I it's i know i don't understand it. it's one of the science things i'm going to ask the lord about is like why so much i understand yes. we need honey and bees and etc but why so much oh i'm going to ask about mosquitoes why mosquitoes why mosquito how and, did they I mean, survive the flood can't understand uh, how in the can't world understand. i know that fish love mosquitoes but they eat everything else yeah i just have to know is there an animal that noah turned away <laughs> is there something like we don't know that I, he was like those are disgusting yeah. you cannot come on here yeah, what about like airborne like insects birds like uh, insect did it insects did it bugs all over the place i mean maybe what about termites termites would have like eaten away the wood on the ark what about lice 
Did lice survive oh. because a man lice and a woman lice this is fell disgusting. in love on the <laughs> and got married <laughs> on the ark? And now we have lice is disgusting. Okay, oh so Oh my gosh. This is us. Dear everyone, this is Paul yes. and I's real life friendship. <laughs> this is what we are like in our group of friends. This is me and Paula. Paula, we went to we hung out with some friends a couple of months ago and you fell asleep at the dinner table. Can we talk about it? I don't remember it because I fell asleep, <laughs> but you guys documented it. It made me so happy. I, I we like, were all I so relaxed together. It was the best. It was just I mean, the best. When 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 our host told us that we can essentially wear bathrobes and pajamas to dinner, that was the happiest day of my oh, life. It was so great. Now you weren't having voice stuff back then, were you? I don't, a couple of months ago when we were together, I don't remember you no, talking about it. No, it wasn't that bad. But I had a couple of episodes over the summer. Uh, they were pretty bad. And then I had, you know, over the last spring, too. But yeah, wow. I fell asleep. I was so relaxed around you guys. I fell asleep at the dinner <laughs> table. I'm like, do I have narcolepsy or am I just like yeah. that tired? I feel like I, I fall asleep every single night that my husband and I watch a show. Yeah. Every night. And so I, I'm like, can we go back and rewatch it? I, I, I'm awake for the, for the beginning and I'm yeah. awake for the end. But I have no idea what happened in the middle. Those middle details. What are y'all watching right now? The Offer, my husband and I watched that and loved it. It's about okay. the, the real-life making of the movie The Godfather, how it almost didn't happen because the mob, Frank Sinatra, didn't uh -huh. want it to happen. Uh -huh. It's so fast. It's almost like his, it's historical. It's based on a true story. Wait, Frank Sinatra? Yes, Frank Sinatra. Is he? Because he was Italian. What? I mean, I know he's yes. Italian, but like he's like, I knew oh, he was he, all part of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. he that yeah. whole crew, that Rat Pack crew. Yes. I was okay, just love listening it. to a Frank Sinatra song yesterday in a very weird turn of events. I felt like the Lord reminded me of a lyric. So I went and listened <laughs> to a Frank Sinatra song. And in my moment, I thought, this is so weird, Paula, but this is what I did. I thought, how different were their lives in the like 50s and 40s, 50s, 60s? What was sin like? And what was, what was I thought, what was evil like? Now we think of evil as human trafficking and, yes. and nuclear warheads. And, and like the bad guys have like tons of drugs and guns is kind of mm -hmm. what you picture in 2023. And, and so in my car, I thought, what was that what? version in the 60s or the 50s? Same? I, I love that you went there. No, That's I so think weird, it, I know. Well, well, I just think they had, we have more access to everything. So, yeah. I mean, but yeah, adultery, infidelity, mobsters. I, I did not see Money that coming, laundering. by the way. Yeah. Money laundering for sure. I didn't see you and the mob and mafia movies. Yeah. At all. Anything That's one thing where I didn't know. are included. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got to watch when the offer. There's a club you can join. So, I also love anything about secret societies. Okay. I love Anything, anything. It's one of the reasons I like Yellowstone, even though I think it's gratuitous in a lot of ways, is it is like once you're branded, you're in. Yeah, I see that too. It's why I were like you, it's why I like the chosen. Mm, were you, Jesus. Oh, I love the chosen. Makes and the, us all feel welcome. He does. Um, <laughs> were you in a sorority? Speaking of No, uh, uh when I went to Georgia, I didn't do it. I didn't do a okay. sorority. Right. I should have. I would have really thrived in a secret society that, kind of it. That Georgia would have been has fun a secret for society for women. There's a there's of course secret societies for men that have been forever old that how everybody gets jobs and places at Georgia. Right. But there's one for women too. And I've seriously thought, can I call now? <laughs> <laughs> Is there an alumni yeah. <laughs> association? Y'all didn't tap me in when I was in college, but <gasps> 20 years later, are you interested? <laughs> you know, wait a second. You're on to something. Right? You are on to something. You. The post-college day sorority. Like, we need to be able to join. To do a rush Once again. we graduated. Yes. 
<laughs> where we sing songs and show outfits on the internet. Okay. Or something. We'll I don't know, it. but that would be, be? That'd be really fun. I what don't are we going to call it? Which um, which Greek letters do we want to use? I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. We'll think, <laughs> think dear, about everyone that listening. Wait, tell us what's what? your name, our sorority, and everyone Say, can be in. Everyone can wait, be wait, in. Wait, wait. What is the T, S, and F? Theta. Theta. S- S- what is the S? I don't know. And the F. Sigma. I don't know. Theta. Theta. Sigma. Phi. But phi? that's the P. Theta. Sigma. Phi. <laughs> You're right. I think that is the P, isn't it? <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. Here, this, this oh, we have a Craig. We have a we have a fact checker. Craig, can you search oh. for us while we continue talking? What the F is in Greek? Yeah. Yes. Everyone listening is screaming it at us. You know they are. <laughs> They're Just like, be you patient, everyone. Moron. Real life, everybody. Listen, I got yelled at so hard the other day because I was talking about calendars uh-huh. and starting and how people start winter in December, January, February, and then spring, mm-hmm. March, April, May. And I right? had never, no one had ever told me that. I thought the year, I thought we started January, February, March. And I got yelled at. So they were like, Annie, everyone knows that you can change the seasons to match March, April, May can be spring. I got yelled at so much. So we're we getting yelled at right now. I don't know if I really knew that either. I Well, I, here's the thing. If you live in a cold weather climate, you have like two seasons. Mm. You have hot and cold. Right. So it does that like spring and it's autumn and fall don't them. really mean much yeah, to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michigan is like, we're either at uh-huh. the lake or we're inside. <laughs> we're either sweating or freezing. One or the other. Sharon McMahon was on the podcast the other day and she ranked her favorite Great Lakes. Do you have a ranking? Not like Michigan. Oh, top, clearly to you. Top. Yeah. Hello. I mean, I grew up, we had no money growing up. And so we camped every, at all the state parks yeah. along Lake Michigan. Oh, so wow. I have so many fond memories camping at the state parks along the coast of in the shores of Lake Michigan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do, do mm-hmm. the others rank at all to you? You don't have a second favorite? No, I don't no. even know that the others exist. Yeah. She said Lake mm-hmm. Huron is her second favorite. <laughs> Huron? You know how you it's remember what they are? Yeah. Homes, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, Superior. Is that how they're shaped up there too? Can you trace it like that or no? They don't go left to right like that now. I don't Um, know. Craig has his hand up. Yes, Craig? Oh, yes. Do we have an answer? There is no letter letter F in the Greek. So we're going to have to be theta sigma phi. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and just make it make it uh <laughs> make it phonetic. <laughs> Can we get t-shirts, please? Oh, duh. Duh. Dear everyone, someone design us a grown-up sorority t-shirts and everyone can get in, but not yes. everyone, but everyone. Every female. We don't have to rush. And guys, yeah. We don't have to rush. You're in if you want to be in. And if yeah, it makes totally. you feel better that someone is out, tell yourself someone's out. But everybody's in. Everybody's in. We aren't the Lord. This isn't heaven. I love that we had a fact checker. I know. Of it's course. So good. He's like Monica to my dex. Oh, um, my gosh. It's okay, so good. Paula, what is going on in your life this week? It's insane. It's a book launch week. It is. Well, yeah, the book your comes out. Book. Yes. I know the first book, it, it came out like the, literally the week the world shut down from, you from talk the pandemic. about that for a minute? I think that yes. is. What even made you say yes to doing it again? <laughs> I don't, I really don't know because like now that you're in the thick of it, like you write a book because there's a message on your heart. Like God placed this message on my heart and then you get caught up in the comparison and the rankings and like it takes so much of the joy out of it. Like, of course I want the book to be successful and the book to get in the hands of so many people and change lives, but it's not going to do that unless it's unless you sell copies, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it takes so much of the joy out of it. But yeah, that was a really disappointing that's one of the questions I'm going to ask God too. Is like, why really? did you have me put myself out there? And 
at a time where you knew that the book was going to come out literally when the world shut down and nobody could even get it. So it's it's honestly one of the greatest disappointments that I've had. And look, it, it turned out to still be I guess, you know, a best-selling book on certain certain standards. And I'm very proud of it. And I have to continually remind myself that my success isn't measured according to man's standards. Mm -hmm. It's according to God. So maybe the book, I know the book has really connected uh, to people and connected with them. And it has changed lives. And I have to remind myself of that. So it's not the quantity, it's the quality. And even if God had me write it for one person, right? Yes. But it's hard to get over when when so much of your success in the publishing world is is contingent upon the number of copies sold because you want to continually speak into people and encourage them and have the opportunity to put your message out there but yeah. you're not going to if the yeah. book's not successful. Yeah. So it's like a double-edged sword but yeah I'm yeah. in the midst of getting ready to launch my second book you don't have to carry it all ditch the mom guilt and find a better way forward and really I'm so passionate about this message about showing how we can give working moms the support they need and deserve. And I really believe, you, you know, I founded Carry Media about a yeah. year ago to help carry women, mothers through these important moments, yep. carry one another's burdens. But I think, Annie, so many of the issues we face as a society are in direct result to how we don't value family, whatever oh, your wow. family looks like in this country, and how we devalue women and mothers in the workforce. So like there's so much going against us. Women make less. We're passed over on promotions. Even though we're better leaders, Mm. more employees would rather work for female-led companies. And then moms, we have the mom penalty and the mom gap. And we're like deemed a risk and a liability when in fact, like we've grown in so many core capabilities. And the reality is like, we can't just, not all of us have the opportunity to stay home. I mean, and and guess what? Some of us have ambitions outside of the home too. And there's yes. and there's nothing wrong with that. Those are God given. Yeah, that's hard though, Paula, because there are friends of ours listening who say, No, I'm women aren't yes. supposed to be outside the home. This is the full-time oh, thing. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. That, that we're supposed to yes. that God has asked us to stay home and raise our and now, now I think God has asked some people to do that, but I also know there are people who believe that any mm-hmm. of us that are working outside <laughs> of homes as women are outside of God's best for us. Okay. And that's a lot of the tension that I I carried my entire life as a working mother because I was raised by a stay-at-home mother. Oh, wow. And now uh, we had we had no money, okay, but my mom chose to stay home. A lot of it was just, she just, she just didn't have the opportunity to go to college. Like, yeah. uh, you know, she her mom didn't even graduate high school. So, wow. but yeah, this was a lot of the tension. Doesn't a good godly woman or a good godly mother stay home and raise her children as if a working mother can't raise her child? Mm-hmm. The reality is this, 70% of mothers are going to be the primary breadwinner for their families at some point. It's just not realistic. <gasps> this isn't the 19... 70% of mothers at some point will be the primary be, breadwinner? Yes. And if we continue to make 70 cents on the dollar compared to fathers, you'll see how that cycle of poverty will continue. So that's why I'm like, oh so many of the gosh. issues are dated back, like traced back to how mothers are treated in the workforce. And I, okay, so let's explore this tension a little bit. I write a pretty disruptive feather ruffling, you do. get your panties in a wad you chapter. You really did. Okay. Yeah, you really did it. <laughs> I had, to, I, I, but I live best on the out, on like the edges. Okay. I like to push the envelope. I mean, you were a I, host of The View. You've got to be happy to fight if you're going to be a host of The View. <laughs> but I also, I'm like that contradiction. I like to challenge, but I also like to come to a conclusion and yes. respectfully disagree yes. and like come to yes. some sort of peace at the end. Yes. But I explored that tension of working outside of the home. Mm -hmm. And so I interviewed Lisa Turkhurst from Proverbs 31 Ministries. I interviewed her head of theology, Joel Matamale, to figure out what the Bible really says about women, mothers, and our roles in society and at home. Because I, the messages I heard were stay home, get back in the kitchen where you belong, 
right? Know your place. And I carried so much of that tension. That was the most freeing chapter for me to write. It was the toughest because I do think that Scripture is weaponized against women. Mm -hmm. And I think often, and saddens me, that Christianity is misogyny in disguise. Okay, I really, truly do. <laughs> uh, sorry, I told you we were going to go there. Spicy. And, and not, I, I don't disagree uh, with you at all. Not all. I just said not that's, all a, that's a strong sentence. Yeah. Not all Christianity, but there are a lot of denominations or wings, branches yeah. of, of yeah. Christianity where it's misogyny in disguise. I felt that. I yeah. think uh, maybe some of your listeners have felt that. But I here's the that, thing. Yeah. Like what Joel Matamale, again, the, the director of theology at Proverbs 31, what he yeah. told me, from the very beginning, Adam and Eve were made to co-labor and subdue the earth together, okay? Wow. He was like, it wasn't like the man's going to go, you know, provide and the woman stays home. We didn't have these. There wasn't this, like, bifurcation back in the day. And, like, you look at the Proverbs 31 woman. When you think of Proverbs 31 and the woman, you think, oh, she was a great housewife. Uh, no, she was a master negotiator. Yeah. She was a, a farmer. She was a, bus a skilled businesswoman. Like society and her community depended on her and her stability. She bought a field. Read Proverbs 31 again through yeah. a different lens. She bought a field with the earnings, with her earnings from the marketplace. Yeah. So it's like we've been disconnected from the ancient translations, you look, there's there's a myriad of different examples of, of women throughout the Bible. Deborah, who was a prophetess and a judge, and then Mary, who sat at Jesus's feet. Just think about how disruptive that was back in the day when women were third-rate citizens, yeah. Annie, okay? And, and you know, it, it says in the Gospels that the women are the ones who paid for Jesus and the disciples' lives. <laughs> it was by See? their means. Yes, that, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay, but but imagine walking in, walking in and seeing Mary sitting at Jesus' feet, mm -hmm. a student and a scholar. That was for students and scholars and the disciples. Yeah. He wouldn't have allowed that had he not want her to go on and become yeah. a scholar. Yes. Okay, so he's training her to be a scholar and then go on to possibly be a rabbi. Like there's so many illustrations and I think we we can take certain scriptures and absolutely weaponize them against women, mm. right? But we also have to remember that it was a, a snapshot of what's going on culturally. Yeah. It was a just like, think about what's going on culturally. Women were third-rate citizens. And that's why it was so disruptive that Jesus went out of his way to make sure that women were actively involved in his ministry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And his ministry— yeah. Okay. So anyway, very freeing chapter. And yes, I went yeah. there. It might ruffle some feathers, so, but that's well, my okay. question, Paula, is I mean, I I love I mean, you wouldn't be on here if we weren't friends and if I didn't love this book. But I want to ask you this. How do we really well equip women to, mm -hmm. with power and with understanding without tearing down men? How do it's we so do good. that? How do we support? Because I love okay. dudes. I want to live with one, right? Like, I love I them. Yeah, but, exactly. But how do yep. we do? Because it's a systemic problem mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that we are all responding to. Totally. So how do we do this well? I have an entire chapter that's that's dedicated to inviting men into the conversation. And yes. I think the first step is recognizing that they're already coming into the conversation feeling less than and intimidated. Right. And they're right. also dealing with their own set of constructs, a society and attitudes that have told them your only value is to make an earning. Your only yeah. value to this family is to bring home a paycheck. Right. So realizing they're already coming into the conversation with their own constructs and they're dealing with the patriarchy too. Yeah. I've 
I said from the beginning, I never wanted Carrie, my company, to burn bras and bridges. We want to lock arms with everyone because this just can't be a working mom issue. This has yeah. to be this has to be a cultural issue. This has to be something we need men by our side. I need you, Annie. I need my friends that are single without kids. And my friend, my single moms. I need dads. We need everybody in this fight to lock arms. That's how you affect true change. And you don't yeah. do it by emasculating men. Right. You do you invite them into the conversation. I detail ways that, and I think the greatest thing that that men can do in this fight, specifically fathers, is to take paternity leave or if they don't have it, to fight for it. I think mm. that's one of the things that could completely change the game for families in this country, yeah. change the game for working moms. Because what it does out of the gate, Annie, is it says we're a partnership and we're equal. Yeah. The, the woman's not going to be the default for everything because yeah. we know she's the default everything. Check yep. every single box. She's yep. the default. Yep. It, may, it, it levels the playing field from the beginning. We know paternity leave increases bonds with children. Yeah. And it also helps the, the relationship with their partner and yeah. take a load off of her. So yeah. that's one thing I think men can do. But like you're invited to the conversation. I understand that you feel less than and intimidated and that's okay. We're going to have a conversation. And we also, as women, need to, when we invite them, we have to tell them about real life. Like, they don't know yeah. what they don't know. Yeah, you know, when we, that's right. after after I have a baby and I'm posting a photo, oh, I've just bounced back, like, in my fully coiffed hair and, and, and makeup, like, I have to showcase what, it, what real life is actually like. I have to be vulnerable and put myself out there and be honest with what's going on instead of trying to sugarcoat it. So I think that goes a long way too. Yeah, we across our three companies here, we have four moms, but no dads yet. Our, mm -hmm. our two of our guys are married, but they're not dads yet. And so mm -hmm. we've had these early conversations about maternity leave versus paternity leave, yeah, and how to make it empowering for both. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. for both families, because we want to support the wives of our male employees too. Totally, right? we don't want to say they can come home for eight days and yeah. then they need and to be back with us. Yeah. And Annie, I want, I like, and yes, this book is, it is really for mothers in the yes. workplace, but it's also for women who want to have children. It's for fathers to know how they can help support. Because at the end of the day, it's, this is about supporting families in America. Yeah. Families are either the bedrock of this country or, or they're not, right? And, and how we treat and value families shows that really the, it's the indicator of the health of a nation. And children are either our greatest natural resource in the future yeah. or they're not. Yeah. So we've got to take care of families, especially families in the workplace, because families make up, mothers and fathers make up 70 to 80% of the labor force. Yes. And Annie, I bet for the moms on your staff, you know that they, they're not counting Cheerios in the corner. They're not a risk and a liability. They're not less dedicated. No. They're probably your most efficient. I, they're not, very no efficient. They're very efficient. They're great yeah. at multitasking. They're good negotiators and leaders. Like motherhood increases so many of these skills, whether the baby grew in your heart or your tummy. Okay. Yeah. Motherhood increases so many core capabilities. It's parenthood's like a masterclass for leadership. So yeah. like start valuing us instead yeah. of instead of scrutinizing us. Celebrate what we bring to the workforce. Celebrate what we bring to society and celebrate motherhood because if we don't have kids, we don't have a society. Yeah. So stop punishing us for it. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Indeed. Okay, can we talk about Lillian, our CAO, our Chief Annie Officer, for just a minute? We joke all the time that she doesn't have a to-do list. She has a to-done list because she anticipates and solves things so well. She is a vital part of our team and of this episode being served to you right now and of my sanity. <laughs> and do you know how we got connected initially for her to interview for this role? 
You guessed it. Indeed. Well, I want you to find people whose incredible gifts and experiences match up perfectly with the needs your team has, just like Lillian does for us. You and your company can find them the same way. We found several of our amazing teammates. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend your valuable hours digging through multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all and fast with Indeed. Finding great talent doesn't have to be a second job. I mean, you already have a full-time job, right? Me too. You can reclaim your time and find top talent fast with Indeed. Their suite of powerful hiring tools like assessments and virtual interviews allow you to find top talent fast. This is the part I love the most. With Indeed Instant Match, they do the hard work for you. You simply sponsor a job and boom, Instant Match shows you candidates whose resumes fit your job description immediately after you post. Indeed knows hiring needs to be cost and time effective when you're running your own business, which you are. I am too. Visit Indeed.com slash sounds fun to start hiring today. Go to indeed.com slash sounds fun. Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. We all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits, healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin too. With Pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P R O S E dot com slash that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Paula. That sounds fun. Well, I'll tell you, even for me, I have to be thoughtful of it because if I'm telling you the whole truth, Paula, like if we weren't recording tell me the whole truth, yes. The whole truth is I don't like anything that slows down what we're doing. Yeah. So I don't like if I'm sick. I don't like mm-hmm. if someone is, um, well, I'll just say the whole, I don't like if someone's on vacation because it means it slows us down. And I don't like mm-hmm. if someone is out because their kids are sick because it slows us down. Yeah. So that's allowed to be my first response is, oh man, that's annoying because we are get, we need to get through that thing. Yep. My corrected gospel response is, I love working with people who care about their families. I mm-hmm. want my staff to have a balanced life where yep. they take yep. vacations and where they leave early to pick up their kids after a performance or go yes. to the performance. And yep. I'm allowed to be sick too. So yeah. so my totally. first response doesn't have to be my totally. last response. Is no, that maybe the worst monster though to say that? Should we no, cut that? <laughs> I am so grateful you put that out there because I really think it's like the elephant in the room. And why, like, what why I learned it? from your book is like, yeah, I got well, to hear why, your perspective that I didn't have. Right. But also like, you know, why should I kowtow to to families? Well, here's the reality. Like supporting families isn't just 
good. It's not just the right thing to do. It's actually good for your company and the bottom line, because one of the greatest costs of doing business is turnover and retention. You take care of families and you make them feel valued through your policies, whatever those are, and feel like they can show up as a parent first, they're not going to leave. They're going to be extremely loyal. They're very productive. And those policies that are good for the parents are also going to be good for the 25-year-old single girl on your staff that wants to go rock climbing or whatever she wants to do in Nashville. And I want her to. I want her to do it as my second response. And Annie, as as business owners, you and I, entrepreneurs... Do you say entrepreneur or entrepreneur? I can't can't stand it when people say entrepreneur. You can say anything except girl boss. Okay. 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 Not a girl boss. But as entrepreneurs and people who hire employees, we have to be mindful of this. If we aren't listening to employees and what they want, we're going to face deficits, hiring deficits, recruiting deficits soon and very soon. Because employees, not I'm not saying moms and dads, Employees in general, 95% want flex schedules. Yeah. 75% want hybrid locations. It's like, can we commit to measuring the measurables? We see all these four-day work weeks that are working, right? They're more productive. The their bottom line is increased. You know, it's been transformative for culture. And we have to value families because here's the thing, Annie, even if Let's say any of your listeners, they don't have children, okay? And and to each his own. We don't yeah. not every not everyone needs to have kids, okay? My brother's 50 and single, has no interest in having children. Mm-hmm. But we do need to value families because if we make it more difficult to have kids, we'll have fewer kids. Fewer yeah. kids now affect your labor market. Yes. The labor market becomes <laughs> you know what? It, the labor market uh, shrinks and then yes. that means economic crisis. So yes. It's worth it. It it's a good for our country and our economy to invest in families, yeah. even if you don't have families. And you know, like again, they're our future, or they're not. Yeah, yeah. They're the greatest natural resource, or they're not. Even if they're not your own. Yeah. Look, I don't. I don't like a lot of kids, but my own. I didn't like kids before <laughs> I had my own. Can we just be honest, please? Kids can be really I'm the opposite. Annoying. I love everybody's kids. Uh, I can't be around kids enough. I mean, they're so fun. You're such a great auntie. But I think it's I think it's really important to let our friends the the people who are non-moms listening. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of grace and forgiveness if your first response isn't, "Yeah, I want to do everything I can to make sure totally that everybody else has the schedule they need." But come mm-hmm. to that quit pretty quickly. I mean, that totally. is the that is the spiritual journey. That is the the redemption of the whole thing is you go, "Yeah, what okay, so what actually matters most. Mm-hmm, and, and we mm-hmm. have to, I mean, we're talking about that here about when people are in the office and we're talking about that, about yes. what my schedule looks like of like, how do we make sure we're prioritizing everybody's whole life? Absolutely. And 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 then the the, wor- the surplus workload doesn't fall on the person who doesn't have children because yes. that's not fair either. Yeah, so that's, that's why right. you have to create a culture where you value the whole person. And right? every person you, here, I want them to work here for 20 years or I would yep. not have hired them. Every single person on all three yep. of our staffs, I hope they're here until we quit the whole thing in 50 years or whatever. So I've got to build right now what Mm. matters for them Mm -hmm. that they go, man, this is the place. There's like three or four Broadway shows that parents love getting cast in because of how it helps them treat their families. Really? And I'm like, I want to be a company like that where people go, man, I my infant or my teenager, our family is thriving because of where I spend my work day. Oh, that's so good. And so even when I have frustrations, and you do too, even when I have these moments, I go, no, it doesn't. I understand you don't like being slowed down, Annie. That's an Annie problem. Yeah. The actual solution is you care more about the whole life of the people that are working with you. 
That's so good. And look, again, this isn't a case against anybody. I'm just making, no, I'm I trying to make a that. case for working moms yeah. because, because we're marginalized, because we're paid 70 cents on the dollar, because there's a thing called the mom penalty. Once we become mothers, we're penalized, we're paid less, we're passed over on promotions and get this, we are deemed less viable leaders. So we can grow a baby in our heart and tummy. Right. We can negotiate like a like a baddie, but we, yeah. can't, we, but we can't run a meeting on budget cuts. I mean, come on, that's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Especially when so, before the baby, you could do all that. And now the baby, yes. you can't. That doesn't and, make sense. And so, and so, like, for the younger generation, women, okay, there's women out there that don't want kids. That's amazing, okay? But for the women that are like, do I want kids? I mean, I don't know. It's going to impact my career. I get it. Like, you see the reality, and you're like, I don't want that. Well, it's also I don't like, want to be what treated do do? like a liability. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't want to be paid less. Right. Mm -hmm. But also... I love kids. And the idea of being a mom is a dream, right? So you mm -hmm. have to hold so many of your friends that, like me that you have in your yes. life that are not married yet are holding both of those things of mm -hmm. I have a thriving career and life and my time is used. My time is used. Mm -hmm. yep, <laughs> and yep. also there's an opportunity to raise the next generation in my home. Yeah, and what do you do? Yeah. And, you know, you're such a beautiful mother in so many regards to oh, so many women. Hard. And I have, like, you are you are a good mom. Yeah, and yes, the babies didn't grow in your belly, yeah. right? But there's so many babies yeah. and children that grew in your heart. But, like, being a working mom should work. I, I In the book, I talk about Dolly Parton, and yeah. she's like, I wouldn't change anything. But she talks about, she, she talked in this interview about how things wouldn't have been the same if she would have had kids. She's like, wow. I probably wouldn't have been the star that I was. And it's just this notion of we can't have, we can't have a career and kids, and the society makes us choose between both. Mm. But what I'm saying is, like, the reality is, like, we bring so much to the table. Motherhood should be celebrated instead of scrutinized. And we are incredible leaders once we become moms. We yeah. shouldn't have to make that choice. And guess what? The majority of moms out there don't have a choice but to yeah, work. And globally, right. yeah. globally, you want to talk about privilege, like they don't even have the option to stay yes. home. Yes, They take a great amount of pride, but they have infrastructure. They have interdependence. They have family members that live with them. They have societal structure, community support. It's not your kid, your problem. It's yeah. I'm my brother's keeper, even if I don't yeah. have, like, like you, Annie, you, we need the community to come together, even if they're not your biological children, yeah. to come together and say, I'm going to invest in these yeah. kids Village because life. they are are our yep. future. And and guess what? I want to help be a part of raising them into kind, respectful human beings. Yes, so yes. it's it's a collective responsibility. And they're going to be part of the labor market. You know, yeah, everybody's going right. to benefit or not benefit from the kids. Yeah, so, that's right. Like, you know, you write about this in the book, but will you talk a little bit about single moms? Because the book title, mm. you don't have to carry it all. I mean, literally our single mom friends, they yeah. do carry it all in their home. Oh yeah. They're they're juggling everything. We yeah. have the largest number of children living in single parent homes here in America. And look, the book, my the largest of what of globally or in, globally, in the history globally, of the, okay, globally. Wow. Uh, my co writer Holly Crashaw. Yeah, she is a single mom of three. My publisher is a single mom. My editor is a wow. single mom. So many of the moms I'm quoting are single moms. Yeah, and look, they don't have it. It. it I have all the respect in the world. For, for single mothers. And I Me think too. our society, the church needs to step up for single moms, yeah. but our society needs to step up for single moms too. And there's so much more that can be done. And again, largest numbers, I think ever here in America of children living in single parent homes. So how yeah. can we, how can we best support those single moms? Because we can't carry it all. We need 
We need to ask for help. We need community. We need friends that can come in and not make us feel like a burden when we're when we ask for a favor. I, I've had to learn that the hard way because, I, you know, we've been conditioned to to not ask for help because we yeah. think it's weakness or failure. But no, or the, like the other every, person's so busy. That's the. I mean, yes, I can't ask for exactly. help. Everyone's as busy as I am. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you know what? That's a change. Okay, we can wait for culture just to catch up to us. We can wait for the policymakers to finally value families. Yeah, but what we can do, the change can start with us when we say, "I'm not. I'm not going to carry it all anymore. I'm going to be the help to somebody else." Yeah. So, like, I had to go away for a work trip for two days. I asked six people to help out with my kids. And yes. a, year, a year or two ago, I wouldn't have asked because I'd be like, "No, I just need to figure it out. That's my wow. problem." I'm like, wow. "No, I need your help." But I am quick to say, let me pick up your kid. I want to create a community and a tribe. And these aren't my family members. This is just my, these are my friends that yeah. have become my family. I want to create this interdependence upon one another where yes. we are helping to carry one another's burdens and where we give ourselves the permission to drop balls every single day. My friend said, drop the plastic ones, keep the glass ones in the air. And what that did, two things. It said, I'm going to drop the perfectionism mm -hmm. because I go every day I'm going to drop balls. Yeah. But the ones I'm going to drop are the plastic ones. It helps me prioritize that I'm going to keep the glass ones in the air so they don't shatter. And I'm going to just let those other plastic. And that's okay. Yeah. I give myself grace. Yes. I'm not perfect. Yeah, None of us is right. perfect. We can't do it all. We can't right. wear the mom martyr or just the martyr badge of honor. Just put it away and ask Let's for Let's talk about a different, a few different categories. Tell me what bosses, like tell me what I can do to mm -hmm. make my work environment better yeah. for moms. Yeah. And I think this, thank you for this question. So like what this book does for working moms, it gives them a like a tool book. It's a, it's a hug and a sword to yeah. show you a better way forward for mommy and working. A hug and a sword. That's do you like good. that? Should, yes. I, should I use that yes. on book tour? Yes. Okay, I'm say that. Okay. I, I used it here first. Yes. Okay. But, and there's another chapter about how we can, how men can help and join the conversation. And then an entire chapter about what corporate America can do. Yes. And I lay out four of the main ways that companies can help. And then I give you a ton of ideas of how other small companies like yourself yeah. have gotten really creative because you can't afford to give all of your employees like six to nine months family leave, right? right. So, you know, um, so I, one of the biggest things is offer a flex schedule and a hybrid location. And that yeah. doesn't really cost anything. And you'll find that- I Annie, mean, it does cost something. Let's talk about it for a second because I'm paying okay. rent for an office. Okay, but, but uh, that's true. But so to hybrid and no one be here, it's but, hard for me. <laughs> okay, but you're not paying extra for it, right? No. It's the same cost. That's what I'm saying. But you're getting a happier employee, yeah. uh, an employee who's probably more productive, yeah. an employee that's not going to leave, an employee and retention, you're going to have the retention there. So it's, you're actually coming up on the upside. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So flex schedule is one thing. Hybrid locations. We've seen four-day work weeks or maybe like Fridays in the summer. Yeah. You know, ask ask your employees what they want. Another thing, a child care stipend. We get $500 in this country oh, wow. at, for a tax credit, which is like a slap in the face. It's nothing. Yeah. Other countries are giving upwards of 20000 Again, kids are our greatest natural resource. Explain that. How do you get that stipend? The government just hands you $500. It's, for it's a tax credit. Okay. No, it's a tax credit. You just write off your kids. Got it. Great. Yep. Mm -hmm. okay. I know they're good. Things, they're good for things something. Things I finally, haven't ever right? had to do. <laughs> no, but things like I've you never say, had to learn. If, if you told your employees, I'm going to give you a two or $3,000 childcare stipend every year, that is huge. Okay. Again, productive employee, happy employee, employee that doesn't leave, employee that feels incredibly loyal to you. Yeah. Um, okay. Something else that you can do is leaders, This is I think this is the most important step. Leaders have to walk the walk. They can't just talk the talk. So like if if you if the leaders like I have a paternity leave policy, like Twitter's former CEO, I think they offered like 
six to eight weeks of paternity leave. He took one or two weeks. Mm. You need to walk the walk and also yes. help negotiate. Know, know what your policies are, what the policies are that are going to benefit culture, that are going to benefit yeah. your employees, and then live those out. It's so important because you set the tone. Annie, how you respond to one of your employees getting pregnant is going to set the tone. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I'm not saying you have to throw her a baby shower. But how you we do just we know, do throw showers. Just okay, so you, you know. do throw but but know yes. that 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 employee like scientifically she's she's actually growing in capacity yeah. and she's growing in empathy. Yeah. So value that. So like how you react to certain things is going to go a long way. I think we need more moms at the decision making table. Yeah. More women at the decision making table. We know that women led companies are typically more profitable. Employees overwhelmingly would rather work for women-led companies, yet we're not represented. I think we bring an interesting and unique vision and leadership. I think that's how we change. There's a lot of little things you can do. One of um, one friend of mine, he's a CEO of a smaller company. He uh, he pay, helps to pay for the, the summer camps of the children oh, of wow. his employees. Yeah. He, he also pays for for house cleaning. Yeah. So like once a month, he's like, I'm not going to give you a stipend because I know you'll go spend it on kids or groceries. You pick out who you want to clean your house, and I'll reimburse you for it. <gasps> oh my which is gosh! Genius. Yes, there's little things you can do. So I'm I have an down. entire That's such chapter. A fun, like one time, like like in September, yes. I'm getting yes. everybody's house cleaned. Yes, don't give them a stipend. Yeah, say pick pick it out. Yep. Right. Yep. Or you can get them Theta Sigma Phi uh-huh. sweatshirts. Uh huh. Everybody. Well, bye, everybody's bye. getting those. Those are gonna be on the <laughs> website before this is out. But the thing is, Annie, what companies have to remember, big and small, if you don't start taking, like, this next generation that's coming up is going to comprise, Gen Z and millennials are going to make up 75% of the labor market by 2025. They want something different. And if you're not offering them work-life cohesiveness, I don't even like to use that word balance because it doesn't exist. Yeah, balance is a joke. Yeah. No. Rhythms, they're going to look elsewhere. Yeah. So you've got you're either you're either gonna you need to create it, but know that when you do it, it's you're actually gonna come up on the upside because you're getting a, yeah. you're getting a productive employee, one that's yeah. really, really loyal and one that just gets the job done. Yeah. Yeah. And appreciates you. Yeah. It'll run re- through a wall for you. I so. see, yeah, I see it so much in some of the companies my friends lead of watching how well they treat everyone, mm-hmm. whether it is someone I mean, because the other thing we have to be thoughtful of is age. Right. Yes. Like like people that are older are having less opportunities as well, totally. which is not fair because they know the most. Uh-huh. <laughs> they know the actual most. And so yes. why are they not in all of our companies still? And so just being really thoughtful. So yeah. I, I loved that chapter, too. I, I just like your um, you're very practical and like this is just Thank something you. we can fix. Here we go. Let's fix it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I don't like this isn't gloom and doom. This is the better way forward. How companies you can find a better way forward, how moms can find a better way forward, how we as a society. Like I give you tools to help find a better way forward. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one last time to share about one of our amazing partners, Crew. You know this, but it truly can't be overstated just how much God's Word has changed my life. I know that's true for so many of our friends listening. Y'all, take a second and think about if you didn't have access to a Bible or you weren't even allowed to have one. That is a reality that many people around the world are facing today. Sharing that hope and peace with others is something that is close to my heart, and that is why I love sharing about one of our partners, Crew. Crew works in almost every country on earth, and they are 
are seeing people come to know Jesus through their work. Crew works in almost every country on earth, and they're seeing people come to know Jesus through their work. And one thing the people they serve are missing is a Bible in their own language. So many of you signed up to support Crew, and we're so thankful to you for doing that, friends. But as one of their missionaries said, we found so many people reading their Bibles Please continue to pray for us. We need more Bibles to distribute. Y'all, we can do that. Let's meet that need. For only $25 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $25, you'll also be partnering with Crew to provide meals to 15 hungry individuals through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, as a thank you, you'll receive a free copy of my book, Chase the Fun. Simply text CHASE to 71326 to help today. Imagine just how much this gift could change someone's life. So text CHASE to 71326. That's C-H-A-S-E to 71326 to help now. Or visit give.crew.org slash chase. Message and data rates may apply. Available to U.S. addresses only. Y'all, I recently placed a Thrive Market order for my place in New York so that I'd have all the essentials stocked in the pantry and refrigerator when I'm there. And I want you to hear what I saved as a Thrive member. Okay, I got protein shakes, creamer, chips, soaps, and some other things, you know, all the necessary things. I spent $70 and saved $33.39. Y'all, that is so much money. It's seriously so easy. It also shipped right to my door. Plus, I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods, and they have an online filtering system that allows you to sort based on what you're looking for. So if you're hunting for gluten-free options or dairy-free snacks, you can curate your own shopping experience really easily. They always have a deals page, too, that you can look through as well. Oh, I love it. And when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. It's awesome. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun and get 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun. Thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. And now back to finish up our conversation with Paula. That sounds fun. So today, you've given me a couple of things I can do right now as a boss. So any of our friends who are employing anyone have some yes. ideas of what they can do. What does the mom need to do for herself today? Yeah, what? I think, well, well, I want the mom to know her worth and to advocate for it, I think, is really important. But we've been told what we are. There's the perception of motherhood, and there's actually the reality. I have an entire chapter dedicated to scientifically and physiologically yeah. what motherhood and parenthood, how it increases your capabilities. So I want it to be a very empowering, again, tools. You know, it's a hug and a sword. Know your worth. You're going to know your worth. You're going to know your value. Yeah. You're going to know that you need to be celebrated instead of scrutinized. Yeah. Know your value. And then I'm going to show you how to advocate for it through the book. And I know that can be uncomfortable, but I think a big part of the advocacy um, angle, the next thing is to bring up the next generation alongside of us. It's not enough just to know our worth yeah. and to advocate for it. I need to bring up the next generation of women yes. alongside. I yes. need to sponsor them. Who can I pull up to the table next to me? Yes. That's yes. one of the most important pieces because we can know what our value is and we can advocate for it, but we need to advocate for that next generation and be responsible to him. Yes. You know, who much is given, much is expected. Said, yeah. Is that Spider-Man? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, 
No, and or Spider-Man. Jesus. Either one. No, that was Jesus. Sorry, I got Jesus and Spider-Man. Wow, that was so <laughs> blasphemous. To him who much is given, much is expected. But Spider-Man said with great power comes great, great responsibility. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I mean, either one. It's One of them's quoting the other. We'll figure out who's quoting who. I am going to get struck dead no. any second. <laughs> No, you are not. No, you are not. (laughs) I think that's so good, Paula, because that's, I mean, one of the things we get to do is we bring, when we bring younger moms up next to us or when we bring other women up next to us. Younger women, yes. Yeah, when Mm -hmm. we bring younger women up, then we get to say to them, oh, you just got married. You're allowed to take some days off for, (laughs) oh, you're you're pregnant. Let's talk about what, like, we get to model with them what healthy work life integration looks like. So good. That's so yeah, good. That's hard, man. I mean, it's I, as a professional who owns two companies, it is hard for me to do this well, Paula. I'm trying, but it is hard. No, and it, it, it is. I look. I'm the. I'm an entrepreneur myself, uh-huh. an entrepreneur and founder. And I have one of my. I have three employees. Yeah. that are on yeah. my roster. One of them's getting ready to go on maternity leave. So this is like for me. I got to you know, walk the walk, not just talk it. I, I got to put my money where my mouth is. I know. It's it's a lot easier said than done. And that's just the reality of it. But we have to like, your big takeaway is this isn't just the right thing to do. It is good for your company's yes, bottom line. Yes. It is so good for your company's bottom line to, and, to and value. You want thriving people. Yes. You want yes, their lives. Because that's, I mean, the word we're using this year around here so much is flourishing. If our flourishing. lives are not flourishing, then something right. is wrong in our work environment. Absolutely. And so we want, and so that means I hope people get pregnant this year. I hope people mm-hmm. get married this year. That means that our lives are flourishing. And that is okay if that stacks in my brain with some of my own fears and insecurities about yep. getting our work done. And, and okay. can I just say, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you verbalized that because that was vulnerability. Yeah. And that's really hard to say. It's hard to admit. It's hard to put out there as a leader because you want to be seen as an inclusive leader. And it's tough to put that out there. But but the thing is, is like I even say employers aren't explicitly saying it, but they're feeling it. You're feeling it, right? Yeah. And so it's just it's going to take some time, but yeah. I guarantee you it's it's going to be really good for your bottom line and good yeah. for your people. Yeah. So It has been. I mean, I'm so, the yeah. little babies that run around here, we love them. Oh, we yeah. have five moms. I said four. We have five moms. I forgot. You know what? And more. that's, there's like, there's a company in Greenville. It's called Brains on Fire and like, yeah. they can't afford long family leave. But what they do offer is for the moms on their roster, when they're coming back from maternity leave, they say you you can bring your babies to work until they're mobile. And what that does is it like helps that transit. It is the it is the toughest thing to yes. do in the world to yes. come back from maternity leave and leave yes. your baby with somebody. Oh, so sure. it's like bring the babies to work. And then the entire office is invested oh, in that. We all love it. invested in yeah. that baby. Yep, we, have so. two, we have two little littles that have come yeah. and eat lunch with us. And or there's days where the babysitter falls through or yeah. the nanny falls through or the school hasn't gone back to school yet and we've got yeah. a two-year-old that runs yeah. around sometimes. I mean, yes. but we all love it. Doesn't and bother Annie, us at all, all. They're all looking to see how you're going to respond to that because you set the tone for the organization. You know, you set the tone for your company. Yeah. So, and you've got, you've got such a good heart and I appreciate wow. you. But one thing I, I appreciate- a lot of good people around me. I don't know if you were going to mention it earlier and I feel like maybe it was uh-huh. on the tip of your tongue- but we're friends, but that doesn't mean we have to agree on every, like, you can read this book and you're really, Paul, I disagree with you on that. And we can still be friends. <laughs> I did not f- disagree with you when I read the book. But I'm just saying, like, 
one thing I value about us, and yeah. right at the beginning, you called me out, and you're like, no, you're not, that you weren't at the height of your career. You can call me out, but we can Mutual. also agree to disagree on things. We 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 were never meant to agree on every single yes. thing. Yeah. And I appreciate about you and our friend group is like, we we have some different ideologies, right? Yeah. We, we all love Jesus, okay? Yeah. So that is our common denominator. Yeah. But we do have a couple of different ideologies, and that's okay. We don't yeah. have to—it doesn't have to all line up t- to still love and respect one another, yeah. Yeah. okay? So that's one thing I appreciate about you I love that friendship. about you, too. Our I biggest mean, even one— Even when I quote—even when I say— when I quote, Je- you know, Spider-Man, Jesus, Spider-Man. instead of Jesus, even when I mix them up, you still it's love fine. me. Um, our <sighs> biggest area where we are two paths that diverge in the wood is Georgia and Michigan. Mm-hmm. So we can both cheer deeply for our teams. What are you talking about? And I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I still remain friends. No. Well, uh, <laughs> no. Did you no. really have to go? No, I, do, I'm kidding. I love you. just brought up one thing that we, that no. we disagree on. Yes, no, football. I do love Michigan when we're not playing you. I'm very no, we love, pro Michigan. We, we don't disagree. We both love football. Yeah, we, we love both love football. our teams. That right? is true. We can both cheer for That's our right. team. I don't know if they'll ever meet again. So. I hope so. I hope so. Wouldn't that okay, be amazing? Paula, the last question we always ask, because yes. the show is called That Sounds Fun, what sounds fun to you? A nap. I bet. It'll help your voice. I told you this morning when we were texting, yes. the, the number one thing for your voice is sleep. I no, Okay, now rest or sleep? Like sleep. resting my vocal cords? Sleep. Or sleep? All the way The asleep. whole body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, nope. my my coach says I'm like my goal is eight at laying down for eight hours a night. Oh wow, is that difficult for you? Yes, I I I want to go. I, if sleep was a switch we could turn on and off, that is what I would do to maximize my time. And it is it's the ne- worst. It's a necessary evil for yeah, you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I like it. I think it's very fun. I, I enjoy mm-hmm. the feeling of sleeping. But I, uh, yeah, I, I wish I only needed like three. I wish I was a power charge, like I a know. Tesla. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to actually go I take a nap before I have back to back to back pickups. Oh yeah, pickups. yes, that's mm-hmm. what you get to do now. A nap. Mm-hmm. Are you a nap in your bed or nap on your couch? Nap on the couch. Yeah. I, I can never nap. On my bed. If it's I nap weird. on my bed, I'm done for the day. Don't you? you oh, you're, really? You're not going to get anything else from me. You're done. Yeah, you I'm are just, just a sloth for the rest of the day. It feels like, yeah, it doesn't work for me. So a, a couch nap, though. We actually, the we best. got the these couches. They're from Pottery Barn called the Comfort Couch. Uh-huh. I think 96.7% of the time, if I've been sitting on it for more than 30 minutes, I fall asleep. <laughs> Good. I have a blanket like that, that if it goes over me, I'm like, it's like a weight. It's practically a weighted blanket. I'm like, well, I'm oh, out. I'm out, everyone. I wish you the best until I wake up. <laughs> Annie's got a blankie. I, I do. Love my it. little blankie <laughs> on my couch makes me snoozy. <laughs> oh, Paul, I can't oh, wait for I people to you. get this book this week. You don't have to carry it off. I love you too. Thank you for going into this. Thank you. I mean, oh, I, I appreciate, I appreciate you being the kind of friend that we can really talk about this and help me be the best friend and leader and boss I can be Mm. to all my employees, particularly though the mom. So I love you. I'm so grateful. Thank you. That's what good friendships do. Iron sharpens iron. We call each other out. We bring out the best in one another, right? That's right. That's right. And we go to dinner together when I come into town. That's exactly right. Right? I cannot wait. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. I know. Love you, girl. Love you too. Oh, friends, don't you love her? Okay, be sure you pick up a copy of You Don't Have to Carry It All and follow Paula on social media so you can tell her thanks for being on the show today. So, okay, we heard what sounds fun to Paula, and now we get to hear what sounds fun to one of our friends who's listening, just like you. All right, Beth, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Hi, Annie. I'm Beth from Havelock, North Carolina. And what sounds fun to me 
is I am a hospitality minister, ministry director for our church. And that just kind of permeates everything that we do. And my husband and I love to have people in our home and we love to cook for them. And so I think my one thing I want to do this year for my birthday is to have all of my favorite people in the room and just prepare a meal for them and love on them with food. Oh, you're okay. So what, what is your thing? What are you known for cooking? Well, because we're on the coast, we can fish for a lot yeah. of our food, you know. So we usually pull a shrimp trawl in the summertime and put up shrimp. So we'd like to do like shrimp and grits or yes. soft crabs. I don't know if you've ever had a yes. soft crab, fried soft crab before. Oh, but fried like soft crab. Our, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. That's awesome. unbelievable. Okay, so do y'all do, what's it called? Low country boil. Do y'all do where you yes. like lay it on the table? Yes, we do. And we even do hard crabs. So uh-huh. our favorite over a low country bowl would be about May. We will put our crab pots in the water and pull the crab pots up and steam hard crabs. So like Maryland style, a yeah. lot of people, but my father-in-law and husband are great and they go ahead and peel the backs off of them yes. so you don't have to you can just crack open and eat the meat. Yeah. You know? Oh, brilliant. So, okay, well listen, when's your birthday? We're all coming. It's in March. Okay. Well, right get ready. The you are more than welcome. People are going to show door up. Our always open. Our door is always open. Oh, Ben, thank so. you so much for doing this. That is such Not a fun a answer. Oh, what a good answer. Okay. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is Mexican food for dinner. Oh, I love a burrito. I'm very excited about it. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with my girl, Lauren Daigle. She is one of our faves. We're so happy to have her back. We'll see y'all then.